guys, Brendan here. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Life Podcast. This podcast is an interview project that was born out of a desire to learn more about the people that I admire. I saw people doing incredible things, whether that means building mission-based businesses, creating social impact, or simply following their heart and their passions to live an inspired life. The people that I interview on this show are some of my greatest teachers, mentors, and role models. So please sit back and absorb this information that they have spent a lifetime acquiring, and I do my best to tease that out over the next hour. Of course, we will not get to everything, so I will always give you the means to go find these people, follow them to learn more from them directly. If you guys have a story that you want to share, please reach out. Let's get you on the podcast. This is a global conversation. All right, guys, I love you. Sit back and enjoy the show. All right, today I'm sitting down with Danny Ingram. Danny is a role model of mine and has been since before he even knew who I was. I remember, I think I was like 14 years old, sitting down in the high school auditorium and watching Dan sing on stage for uh, Anti-Violence Day. And I remember just being so moved by his voice and his music and saying, damn, that guy's got soul. And since then, I've had the opportunity, the pleasure to share some conversations and experiences with Dan over the years. And uh, I've been following his journey, which has most recently taken him to Byron Bay, Australia. He's been in Australia for about the past two years, where he has just been living life in the most inspiring ways you can imagine. He converted a van and was traveling all over the country. Um, he is sharing music therapy with disabled people. He is an incredible musician and currently lending those gifts to a new project called the New Language Band. And their newest single, Embrace, you can find on Bandcamp. I will put a link in the podcast description so you can go listen. Big fan of Dan, big fan of everything he's doing. Uh, I think that you guys are really going to enjoy this podcast. He's got so much to share, so much wisdom. So uh, let's dive in. Danny, what's going on, brother? Cool, man. Thanks for that amazing introduction. Yeah. The first thing that I would love to ask you is about the new band, the new language. What is this project? What is the movement? What is the new language? Hmm, good question. Well, the new language is, we always joke that it's, it's all about communication. It's all about the way that we interact with one another and, and the audience. And um, when we came together to start the band, we had this idea of <clears throat> kind of growing as human beings, as artists and holding ourselves more accountable. I think a lot of times when you're an artist and you're in a creative field, um, it's easy to get kind of caught up in your own ego and kind of caught up in the, your own ways that you do things which can sometimes limit you and, and stop you from growing because we want to stay in our little comfort zone and space. So the band was kind of a way to support one another, to bring our songs to the table, to be vulnerable, to workshop the songs together and not hold on to them in such a precious way, but to like open them up and see how the rest of the group could strengthen them and help them to grow. And so the new language is like kind of like the language of this, you know, it's like we're in this new time period now where people aren't feeling connected to one another. We haven't had a lot of opportunities to really be human, really, and to speak and connect from the heart. So the new language is like the language of love and the language of connection and um yeah, just how to move through trauma and energy and blockages by dancing and connecting and just celebrating the fact that we're here, you know? Cool, man. I love that. And, you know, it definitely comes through the music. I think, uh, you know, I've been watching the videos. Um, you guys have been playing festivals and shows, outdoor concerts and whatnot all around Australia, which is totally a blessing, right? Like right now, a lot of the world is so locked up and you guys are out there like rocking a crowd um, outdoors at a festival, which is super cool. But I mean, 
the energy that I see in your crowds now, given it's something that I feel super distant from right now, just because it's like, I haven't been like in a crowd like that in a long time. But even when I was, you know, I've seen a lot of live music and the way that the crowd moves and is yipping and hollering and like loving the music, it's so refreshing and beautiful to see it. And, you know, I think that if that's the new language, right, it's a, if it's about like effervescent heart, like letting those emotions out, stopping, like you're not choking anything. It's just expression, freedom, all that. Um, you guys are the leaders, right? Like people are looking to you on stage, like to bring that, to help them get into that space. So you seem to be creating that container very successfully. If that's the mission, it seems to be happening. And uh, I think that movement's a really big part of it, right? So, you know, another thing to know about Dan, as you'll see, if you like go through his Instagram, the man can move his body and he loves to do it. You know, um, Dan's a yoga teacher, super connected, like with his physical body and uh, to watch him dance, you just start smiling immediately. So like, what is that for you? Like, have you been have you been connected with your body like that forever? Is that a an, an endeavor that came later in life? Like, talk to me about you and your body. Cool, great question, dude. Ah, uh, well, I started practicing yoga and meditation when I was around sixteen. I had like a pretty powerful awakening experience, um, like on a a psychedelic actually, when I was sixteen, and it really kind of just showed me how how stuck I was in my body and in my mind and how how many things I had learned and picked up along the way whether that be from my parents or my schooling or my community um, about what like a, a guy should should be like and how a guy should move their body and um, it kind of was just a lot of things that I learned when I was growing up to kind of play small and not really like it not really expand into my fullness and expand into like the person that I really am my authenticity so I started getting into yoga around 16 I went to college um, and went for music and I had gone from being like maybe someone in the high school that people had recognized had a little bit of a music gift or talent and then I went to this college where everyone was really really talented and it was really challenging so I got so deep into yoga because it was my only way of kind of um, stop comparing myself to other people and start stepping into my power and start um, taking more accountability for myself, really recognizing some of the ways that I was thinking about myself. Um, so it started with me just using yoga as a means to kind of heal and get through some of my limiting beliefs and some of the blockages that <clears throat> I had picked up along the way. Um, and then just over time, you just start to once you start to take care of your body and you start to um, open it up in terms of flexibility and, and, and things like that, it just starts to become so much fun to move. And, and because of my relationship with music and then now this relationship with yoga, my body just felt really open and pliable and ready to move and not self-conscious in any way. And my relationship with music is it's so integral to me that it's just, it's just in my body. So when good music is playing, it just, it just kind of takes over and it's it's nice to be able to feel that freedom and not feel like you have to think about oh how am i going to dance how am i going to look cool how am i going to like be perceived in this way you just drop into a space and you just let it happen and i think that's freedom you know to me so awesome man that's uh that's powerful and i would love to like circle back and if you're comfortable to uh, talk more about this breakthrough experience that you had um, when you were 16 that kind of put everything into perspective for you, um, would you be comfortable to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm totally comfortable with it. Um, I had LSD. I think my sister gave it to me and no one was home. I just had like the backyard to myself and I had a beautiful pool and it was a beautiful day. And I was listening to Jeff Buckley's Grace album. Jeff Buckley was like a huge influence of mine. He was just an incredible vocalist, incredible songwriter, storyteller, and performer. And I just remember how <clears throat> deeply the music was affecting me and making me feel like that's what I meant to do. Like I kept hearing him express himself and using his voice to channel these emotions that he had. 
And I was like, that's exactly what I'm meant to do. So there was this kind of culminating experience of like, okay, you've performed a couple of times at, in your high school. You know, people have given you a little bit of validation, a little bit of, they've been able to witness you in that element. You need to decide like, are you going to take this seriously? Are you going to answer the call basically? Like, I feel like we all have a calling. We all have some kind of thing that exists within us. And sometimes we're brave enough to be like, you know what, that's what I love to do. And I'm going to exclaim that and tell people. And other times we don't always listen to the call until maybe later in life or maybe even never at all. But yeah, I just remember feeling connected to energy and nature in a way that was profound and new. And I remember having revelations that were so eye-opening. It's like things that you could never learn in high school or in school in any type of way from your parents. It's things you can only experience and learn um, through having your own personal experience with it. So it was just a really eye-opening experience where I said to myself, okay, stop listening to your teachers. Like, stop listening to your parents. Stop listening to your friends and start listening to what you believe to be true and start like honoring yourself because no one is going to love you the same way that you're going to love yourself. No one's going to accept you unless you accept yourself. Um, and, you know, a lot of the role models that I had around me and the, the things that were being like modeled, um, I just didn't feel like they were authentic. And I just felt like everyone was running off of this programming that they themselves didn't even fully buy into, but they didn't think that there was really another choice. So I just remember at that point in time being like, there is another choice. The other choice is to feel into what feels authentic for you and um, set your own example and be your own, just set your own example, you know, and, and stop listening to everybody else's opinions and shit. Yeah, man, that's, uh... That's powerful. And it's true, man. A, a lot of people are like locked into um, whether it's just like this pre, pre, preset track, you know, where it's just like, oh, yeah, we'll just get on the track and then just let your wheels take you the rest of the way. You don't really have to make too many decisions. And you kind of just like stay strapped into what everyone else was doing before you, you know, and um, that's fine. But like, that's what I call like living on autopilot, you know, like where it's just like one thing leads to the next and, you know, you're not actually intentionally engaging with your life and like sometimes you, I, you know like I've been there um and I would wake up and say like damn you know I was so busy yesterday I got so much done I was so productive but like I feel nothing I don't feel like I I actually am fulfilled by the work that I'm doing by the way that I'm spending my time whether it's like you know uh, at my job with the people I'm spending time with it's like yeah, I'm not actually like actively choosing to be here. I'm just doing it because it's what's easy. And, you know, I think that it's a constant um, conversation that, again, I think that yoga helped open me up to as well, just like um, to, to feel that when it comes on again, like it's not realistic to say, like, oh yeah, every decision that I make is gonna be like 100% intentional and exactly what I wanna do. But it's important that you're able to recognize like when you're not acting in your truth and when you're not acting intentionally. So then you can step back into it and say, all right, so what does Brendan actually want to do? You know, or what does Danny actually want to do? So that's awesome, man. Um, I think that, you know, uh, a lot of that work around um, finding your purpose and, and, you know, understanding that there's another way, like you said, it's like, you don't just have to snap into what everyone else is doing. It's like, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Like uh, the, the primary goal is to highlight the lives of people that I admire, people that I think are doing things, living their truth, living honestly and uh, living differently. And I, I just want to show everyone else that it's an option to do that, you know, to do what you want to do. Um, so that's why I'm talking to you today, because I think you're doing it. Um, so I would love to, I would love to talk a little bit more about some of these steps in your journey. Um, you know, the, the decision to move to Australia, like what you were living in New York and you decided that you're done, you're going to Australia and, uh, talk to us about that. What brought you there? Yeah, sure, man. Um, so after college, I went to California. I took a road trip with some 
buddies and I started working on like a marijuana farm actually, which was really new for me and it was kind of fun and exciting and a really interesting experience. Um, and then I moved to Brooklyn and I would kind of go back and forth between Brooklyn and California, living in this apartment with some of my mates uh, from college. And then in the fall, I would go work a bit in the farms um, to make some money and to have some fun times and just, you know, experience that culture and that, and that lifestyle. And then after a few years of that, I was starting to feel a little bit stuck in my life and a little bit stagnant. And while that, that activity was fun, I really wanted to start um, just taking myself a bit more seriously, doing things uh, not just for the money um, or the experience, but to further myself. Then I got into this relationship um, with this woman who I had known for a few years and she was like a school teacher and a yoga teacher. And um, she really inspired me in a lot of ways. And I had wound up moving back to New York, uh, back to Long Island actually, to live with her. And yeah, like we just really wanted to travel and teach yoga and, and kind of go around the world together. So we went to Thailand, we took some trips out West um, and then we were planning to move to Australia together and like just start a kind of life together, see what happens and just take this big jump and risk. So we actually enrolled in this like program, this company that helps people transition uh, like helps them get a job and helps them kind of set themselves up. So we had kind of done all that preparation stuff and things just kind of kept happening, kept coming into the mix. Like her parents got really sick and, and then we had this opportunity to open up like a yoga studio together, which was kind of a dream of ours and also like really a dream of hers as well. Um, and so we did that. And I think long story short, like, my path and my journey was kind of drawing me to keep traveling, to keep um, expanding and stepping out of my comfort zones. And, and she was a bit older than me. So I think she was looking more to settle down and kind of make some more decisions that kept her grounded in, in New York and stuff. So when push came to shove, like we wound up going our different ways and I went to Australia on my own. And um, yeah, it was such a great decision. That's how I wound up. We were just, Basically, we would just wind up looking on Instagram and, and doing some research on the computer about, about Australia, about Byron Bay specifically, just seeing the beautiful beaches, an awesome um, kind of culture, very much more like balanced work-life situation. I think when you grow up in New York, you're kind of brainwashed into thinking that life is always supposed to be a constant struggle, a constant grind, um, and that you have to be productive at every moment, or otherwise you're like just not valuable you know you're not valued by the society so seeing Australia just seemed like this place where we could where we could and eventually I could kind of just drop that urgency and drop that need to constantly be productive and to kind of like just be young and have fun and explore this beautiful planet that we live on and um, yeah I couldn't have picked like a better time to move to Australia because you know I had a beautiful year my first year and then shortly after that year ended like that's when kind of COVID happened um so it was a really bizarre and interesting um choice to have made at this time in the, in the earth's like trajectory or the earth's history society's history yeah man um again just as far as there being another option you know looking at the values of like the culture where you're living obviously that's going to play into like your ideas of what's possible, what's not possible, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? So that's one thing that obviously is super valuable about traveling. The more time that you experience other cultures, the more that you realize that like values are, are um, you know, are, are produced from each micro society, right? That you live in. So whether you're living in, you know, on Long Island in New York and whatever little town you live in, you know, you're going to get your values from your culture there. Um, or, you know, if you're in Byron Bay, Australia, you know, I was just actually speaking with a friend. She was uh, here in Tulum and she had moved to Sydney and was loving it, loving it, loving it. She came to New York to go visit her family, whatever right before the pandemic they closed the borders so all of her stuff her and her new like love of australia it's all trapped up inside her apartment in sydney and she can't go back she's super bummed about 
about it, but she was sharing with me. I think that there's like, whatever it is, like a year of paid maternity leave. And then you can take like, you know, beyond that as much leave as you want, like they'll stop paying you, but it's like, you don't have to come back now, but you, whenever you're ready, you'll have a job still, you know? And just like that culture of work life and like reverence for motherhood and things like that. Um, and watching the videos of like Byron Bay, like the music out in the park, like outdoor, just like loving life, connecting with nature. There seems to be just a different value system. So something that you seem to be soaking up for sure and seems to be aligned. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, New York has, as I spend more time here, I can also recognize how this culture and this lifestyle can sometimes breed people who maybe don't have the most accountability for themselves or they just kind of go with the flow in a way that maybe there could be more of a, a masculine container or more of like a goal setting kind of agenda. Um, but it's definitely more balanced here than I think it is in New York. I think I would look at New York as like toxic masculinity. <laughs> and mm -hmm. this is like maybe more kind of like just ultra feminine kind of floaty, airy, watery life. And so while they both have something to learn from one another, I would prefer to be in a lifestyle that's, yeah, a bit softer, a bit gentler, a bit more um, welcoming and and free to express. Yeah, I think New York was just a bit, it's just a bit claustrophobic. Everyone I just feel like is constantly competing for resources and time and energy. And and it's it's sad because most people are so busy trying to work so hard to either provide for their family or get the next nice thing that it's like you wind up not really having the types of relationships that the depths of relationships that you really want to have with your family and your friends because you the stress just the stress alone and the and the time limits that you have they don't really allow you to drop into that that space so i'm really i am really grateful to be to be here even though i miss my family a lot for sure and i miss you know homies back back in New York um, my life here gives me more space you know just more space yeah space yeah. space space man it's interesting Tulum is also very much like wild feminine um, just talking about this like last week and just the whole nature of socializing and like we were at like a group last night and they were just, you know, talking about, like there's like running jokes about how like every relationship in Tulum is an open relationship. Mm -hmm. And like, there's just, you know, very much a freedom of expression and this culture that is like very much wild feminine, which is beautiful. And for me, although sometimes it really feels like I'm getting my ass kicked, like, you know, vata vata, like, you know, very high vibration, kind of stuff um like really high <laughs> you know like that like tweaky high um but it's like it's on me to self-regulate you know what i mean so that's the thing it's like i know that for me personally like i do have that um connection with my own masculinity where it's like all right well i know if i need to ground like i can ground i don't need actually like the people or the culture like to support me in grounding. Uh, although, you know, it is important to be supported and like, you know, it's important to have your, your network and support group, et cetera. But, you know, when I need to like snap back in, it's like, all right, I have my routine. I know what I have to do to like, make sure that I'm feeling good, the foods that I need to eat. If I need to just say, I'm not going out, you know, for the next couple of days, or I'm just gonna relax, clean the house, do the things that I need to do that make me feel good you know, I can self-regulate and like keep that balance. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing here. You know, you get a lot of that like nomadic energy, gypsy type souls, you know, coming through Tulum and uh, yeah, potentially a lack of accountability. But in my opinion, it's always on you. It's like, you have to be the one to like self-regulate. If you're going to choose to travel, if you're going to choose to like go explore other cultures and like dance with the feminine, all right, like, awesome. It's so beautiful. Just like, make sure you take care of yourself, you know? Um, so like, what are some things that you do? You know, I know you, you post sometimes on your Instagram and uh, just a little story about how you overcome like 
waking up not feeling great or a little scattered and something that I, I am recalling is like you clean you clean your apartment or you clean your house like you know like and that makes you feel good and I know that makes me really feel good also so what are some other things that you do to like stay grounded um to enjoy this free space that you're living in great question well yeah cleaning is definitely one of them because it's kind of like yoga for me it's like you got to get the energy flowing in the right way within your body and you got to kind of work through some of the maybe the, the shit that is just kind of stagnant stuck and you need to like remove it and like clean um so that's definitely helpful but i would say that honestly the most effective thing that i've ever found in my life is just it's songwriting and it's 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 creating music it's creating songs because recently i had an experience um that really tested me and just made me feel a bit yeah brought up some old wounds and just triggered the fuck out of me like just triggered me so hard and um i was I'm actually still coming out of it. Like I, I was feeling a bit depressed. wasn't really feeling super motivated. Was spending a lot of day, like a lot of days this week, um, just like in bed watching Netflix, like eating snacks, like not doing very much. Granted, it's we're also in like a, a rainy season, so there's a lot of rain at this moment. So sometimes there's like not really much else you can do. But I wrote this song um, recently about what I was going through and what had happened. And man, it's like once the song gets written it's like the feeling gets digested and processed it's kind of like eating you know you don't like you don't waste uh, your food doesn't come out the same way that it went in you know like it gets digested it gets processed it has to be chewed first then it goes through like you know these tubes and then it sits in the stomach and it gets broken down with this acid and and then it can be the the nutrients can be pulled out and the waste can be released you know mm. and so just like composting or something you know you're turning your shit into something valuable so i would say it's yeah cleaning helps yoga helps meditation helps being in nature helps uh talking with friends and things like that can really help but the, honestly the only thing that i feel ever gives me real solace and real like release um is singing about it and and writing writing songs about it mm. figuring out a way to explain the situation kind of in the simplest way but also in like the most abstract and an artistic way where people can kind of understand what i'm saying but it's abstract enough where they are not thinking about my personal experience but they're able to relate to it in some way and turn it around and and it's a reflection or it's a it's a painting essentially like when someone stands in front of a painting everyone can walk away from that painting feeling something different, but they'll look at that painting as if it's speaking to them or if it's about them and it's um, a mirror for them. So I think when I write these songs and I see the way that it affects other people, like first about it's about me and how I feel about the song, but then when I share it with other people and I see that they're latching on or they're learning the lyrics or they feel something to it, I'm, I'm able to re recognize that I just took something that was like invisible and intangible that was within me. It was just a feeling. And I have turned it into something tangible um, that I can then give away and, and be generous with and share that will positively affect people. Boom, like I'm done. Then it's just, there's nothing else that needs to be done. You know, that feeling is now processed and it's just, it's good. Now it's like a, a mantra, you know, now it's just like something that I can say to myself. And every time I sing that song now, it's just, I empower myself through it, you know? Yeah, that's a transformational process for sure. Um, so interesting that that process of taking something like so intimately personal and like finding that that universal truth within it, like that is going to be able to speak to your audience, right? So it's like, what what is this? Like, what am what am I experiencing, and how can I turn it into something? that can serve not only me, but serve others simultaneously. Um, so that's really powerful. Uh, I think in just like a reclaiming of the experience, like that was so painful. Um, a lot of times, like until you have an opportunity, if you have a painful experience, until you have an opportunity to like, to reframe that and um, 
either like through that a similar experience happening again and like you you behave differently you have an opportunity to like you know uh rewire your brain to say like oh no like this experience is not painful anymore it's actually positive and through songwriting right you're able to do that which is which is really really powerful you know uh, for me like i love to write i love my journal um something you know that i always recommend to everybody is like you know put it put it down in the book um because it's even just that that initial process of like putting an experience down on paper putting your thoughts down on paper and giving them somewhere to live um it it's a space like where you can reflect and observe like not through that first person like experiential and say okay is there another way that i could look at this experience right so it's super powerful and then to turn it into something like creative and performance based and then you put movement to it and you start rocking around on stage singing about this thing that hurt you so bad at one point and now it's like a happy fucking song like damn man that's powerful thank you yeah yeah i really appreciate that um I'll tell you just like a, a, a little bit of like kind of what happened and why it was so difficult and challenging and why it was also so necessary, you know, like actually the drummer of the band that you're saying you love so much um, is like leaving the band and, and it's causing a big, just like a big upset, you know, it just feels like everyone kind of got broken up with like dumped and a lot of like feelings of on my part, like feelings of like rejection and abandonment, um, which are some old wounds that have like, you know, through family things or different, different things that have happened. And, um, you know, you have to kind of accept people with where they are at life on their journey. And sometimes people are going through some stuff and it has nothing to do with you. And it can feel like it does and you can take it personally um but yeah this person is just like going through their own <clears throat> motions and like having to find their way in life and this band is is definitely a positive it's definitely a group that's trying to create something positive and trying to move through the dark darkness of these times moving through the darkness that we all carry within us and um trying to inspire people and create positive change in the world and sometimes when people are in a darker space they don't really resonate with that type of message, you know, like they don't really believe in it. They don't want to hear it. Um, and so it's, it was hard because in a way I felt like I was getting rejected and abandoned because the music that I was making was positive and it was like about transformation and it was, you know, beautiful, like beautiful music, music that sounded sonically nice. Whereas this person was trying to make music that was a bit more like hectic, chaotic, abrasive music that was more reflective of their inner state at the time um so there was a part of me for the past couple of weeks that's that's been like a little self-conscious a little bit like insecure about my craft a little bit like oh am i am i making shit that's just like mad corny and, and stupid <laughs> and you know like are people laughing at this or something and i just had to remember like at the end of the fucking day man you have to make the music that is authentic to you and if I look out in the crowd and this is what people are doing to my music, like if this is how they're responding and acting and dancing to the music that I'm putting out, obviously there's something there that is resonating. Obviously there's other people who want to not sit in their darkness and sit in those spaces of pain and, and discomfort, but they actually want to move through them and transform them. So it was a really important lesson for me to just stop putting other people's opinions above my own about my especially about my craft stop playing small and thinking like oh maybe i should change the way that i'm behaving to make someone else more comfortable Nah, like how many years have i played small and tried to accommodate what people wanted from me and how did that really make me feel like how did i go when when i was doing that not so great you know when when i step into my power and i do something where i'm not afraid some people might not like it, but other people are going to be like, damn, that dude has some balls and some confidence to just get up there and say what he says. And they'll respect that. And I, at the end of the day, it's not even about them respecting me. It's about me respecting me, you know? So I, I got over the frustration and the anger and the sadness and the confusion of why does this person want to leave? Why are they rejecting me? Why are they abandoning me? Why are they abandoning this project? You know, 
and I got to the point of accepting people are where they are at. And the only way that you can ever change someone is to inspire that person. And you cannot force it. You can't make them do it. The only way you can ever really change someone is by just like trying to be a good example, living your life exactly how you see fit and trying to inspire. But other than that, you can't force anybody to do shit. So to just be proud of who you are, be brave, be confident. And um, yeah, just stop putting other people's opinions of your own, of your own self above what you think, you know, like it's really, it was really important. So this song is kind of my way of processing that whole experience. Yeah. Wow. Cool, man. Um, I think that that's a perfect segue. I mean, are you, do you, do you want to share with us? Would you be down to share what you've got? Any of, any of this new song that you're working on? Is there music to it? Or is it just on paper right now? There is music to it. It's like kind of simple. I don't, do you want to hear it? It's pretty raw. Of course, dude. I'm I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. I don't know, is the sound gonna be good enough? Like, is it gonna carry? Yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. Mm. All right. Um. Cause I care, you know I'll be there for you While we're here, I think you deserve truth Yes, I can see that big hole up in your heart And I know that it won't let you stray too far You can keep up a front, but I know the mask Was my own for so long that I gotta laugh No one could tell me a thing no, I said I really had to fall to win. I just thought that I could see a glimmer of your soul. Oh, and once I did, it left me wanting just a little more. I wish I could show you, wish I could show you just how beautiful you really are. Make you feel like you're a star, make you feel like you're a star. I know you're not into that. It doesn't impress you, and I can respect that. But if it ain't you, who's gonna lay that beat? Make the people move their feet, dripping in glitchy sweetness. In your dress like a gothic priestess. You know it's love while you wanna leave this. Ah, you got me feeling fucked up. You got me feeling jaded. Spending my days getting faded. All of the time in my pain. All of the time in my pain. Mm. In my pain, yeah. Yeah, all the time in my, all the time in my pain. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that I could see a glimmer of your soul. And once I did, it left me wanting just a little more. I wish I could show you, wish I could show you just how beautiful you really are and make you feel like you're a star make you feel like you're a star but i know you're not into that it doesn't impress you and i can respect that but if it ain't you who's gonna lay that beat make the people move their feet dripping in glitchy sweetness in your dress gothic priestess you know it's love while you want to leave this ah you got me feeling fucked up you got me feeling jaded, spending my days getting faded, all of the time in my pain, in my pain, yeah, yeah, all the time in my, all the time in my pain, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's right now, it's just two chords and um, the verses that I, came up with so it's not like structured or it's not finished but it's just the raw feeling you know um i love it man it uh it's banging i i thank you so much for sharing that that raw version of the track i know like that's probably i mean something that you did without really even a flinch you said you want to hear it i'll share it with you so i appreciate that um you know something that i love 
uh, about your music and when you sing. I remember probably like, I don't know, like five or six years ago, I was listening to Big Sean like all the time. When I was listening to Big Sean, I was like, oh, this guy's incredible. Like I love like when he raps, how he goes off beat and like kind of like creates this little moment where you get lost, like, you know, somewhere like in the space above like the beat, you know, and it's there like keeping time, but the way that his rhythm goes, like he just uses his voice to create this, this tangent um, or parallel almost uh, rhythm, which is like, disorienting and incredible and i feel like you have this same way where you like you keep time for your voice in a way that allows you to like uh stray from like the beat in the rest of the track do you do you know what i'm saying does this yeah like, of course yeah you? i mean a song that's always just like it's been done, you know? And I think what we need now is music that takes us into a space like Radiohead, for example, always takes me into a space where I'm just like, God, I'm on another planet. Like I'm, I'm working with a different set of rules for like how this sonic experience has to be. And like that he breaks the rules in the most beautiful way, you know? Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude write your own rules right like that's that seems to be what keeps coming through you know like stop looking out for like that external validation for somebody to say like you're doing it right you know i i had a i did a plant medicine ceremony like a couple weeks ago that was super powerful and the big thing that came through for me so i was sitting there and like we were eating this cactus and like i'd never done something like this before and there's a shaman who was like facilitating the whole thing like didn't speak english you know and he spoke broken Spanish, you know, like he spoke his tribal language. So there was, uh, you know, a translator there who would translate some of what he was saying. But anyway, my point is that like, I was constantly like balking every time I would eat another piece of cactus, like, cause you have to like go up and get another one. And like, I didn't want to be like this, like gringo asshole who's like abusing the medicine or like, but I also wanted to make sure I had an experience. And like, I was constantly like looking around to be like, somebody tell me it's okay. Somebody tell me it's okay. And then finally, like, just like, I don't know, after like two hours, it was an all night thing. After like two hours, I was just like, got this message. It was just like, yo, you're doing it right. It's fine. Yeah. Like you're good. Like just, just go do it. You know, stop, stop looking for somebody else to tell you it's right to do what you're doing. You know, and just fucking do it. And at that point, I think that like I unlocked a little bit of like this communication with myself, where it was just like, you know, I just like would feel it. Like oh, I want to have like another bite. I want to have a little bit more. I'm gonna eat some. Or like I'm gonna stop now. You know, and. Uh, that intuition, that mind-body communication and like connection with nature and what's going on around you. Like when you can resonate with like the frequencies that are operating around you. Um, I think, you know, there's that beautiful like tantric dance of like you and the rest of the world be like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw down what I got. You give me what you got and we'll work together on it, you know? So I think that, Something go that's ahead. Something so beautiful about the plant medicine ceremonies and just those types of experiences is like, we don't have a whole lot of like ritual rites of passage types of experiences in the West, you know, like, so we don't really learn how to trust our intuition and how to trust in ourselves and be confident in ourselves from a place of power. Like we're always, when we're being raised, like we're always kind of in a state of fear of like, Oh, am I doing something wrong? Is some authority figure going to tell me I'm doing something wrong? This, this, like, we don't really have a lot of rites of passage. And I think those types of rituals, um, really help you drop into that space of trusting in yourself and um, being like, I'm here for a reason. I'm doing this for a purpose. Like I don't have to have shame or guilt or fear. Um, so yeah, as I've had experiences with those things myself, like sometimes they're super scary and sometimes, yeah, especially when it's like a first time, it can be a bit hard to understand how to navigate those things with respect and with authenticity. But um, yeah, I just think there's such important things to experience while you're a human being on this planet you know like otherwise 
we're getting trained and conditioned by like computers more than we're getting trained and conditioned by plants and the earth itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's definitely like a powerful tool for um, like breaking the programming, you know, and like dropping into what's true, what's real, what's intuitive, um, you know, cause like we live in this space of like logic, logic, like I know me personally, you know, it's like like that that heavy like you know masculine structure of logic. If A then B, you know whatever. And um, like logic is a really powerful tool, and it is a an oppressive master and a fucking shitty one. Also, it's just like it's gonna take you like you know like to this this way of operating in your life where you are not like connected with your experience, you know? Um, if it's all just like a dichotomous chain of like decisions, you know, based on whatever. Uh, so yeah, I think that it's super powerful and like whatever your tools are for like dropping into that space of intuition and of truth, use them, you know? Cause we all know what they are. I think that the body is huge, you know? Like obviously your body serves you very well. You know, that's a big part of like the work that you do. and your performance and whatnot. Um, it's something that I do with like, you know, all of my clients and I probably get sick of me hearing it, but it's just like anytime that you're trying to break through some kind of mental resistance or emotional pain, trauma, it's like, you gotta unlock your body. Like you gotta use it to, you know, start to feel your experience, you know, whether that just means like getting in touch with your, your physical feelings and your body, or like we start all of our sessions with like, shaking shaking your body out you know like moving in these unfamiliar patterns that will you know get you out of your your locked up programming so i think that there's a lot of tools out there you definitely spoke about a lot of them today i think they're uh i you know i hope everybody's taking notes <laughs> yeah dude getting into your body i actually have been a bit far away from my yoga practice lately i still practice here and there in my room like my mats set up right now but um when i was practicing back in college and after college and stuff it was definitely so integral in my daily life and now i find like i'm i'm, I'm lacking that community I'm, I'm really missing that type of yeah, just community around it because I find that when you have practices that you know work for you, um, you want to like share them and you want to offer them and you want to do them with other people because it adds the, like it brings so much more energy when you do a, a really sick yoga practice with a bunch of other people and you can end the practice maybe by with some eye contact or some just sharing and talking about what came up. And those types of experiences are really um just so energizing and motivating and they just make you want to do it more and I feel like since I don't have that community sometimes it can feel a bit daunting to always have to do these practices by myself and in, in isolation and or sometimes when you try to offer them to other people and they're not as receptive because they're not in a space to really go there um, it can be a little challenging so I'm trying to really hold myself accountable and seek out that community as well because I've been so in the, in the music mode lately um, and in channeling the energy through my music and, and through my body with dance and, and with singing. Um, but I also recognize that like, there's some tension still hanging on and there's some things that I could still be working through if I was getting more in my body. So I can even recognize just like today, this week, I need to spend some more time um, connecting with my body in that intimate kind of way, you know? Yeah. Cool, man. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a there's there's something in there for sure. I'm I'm glad that you know you're you're saying it out loud, um, and I hope that you get to make that time for yourself. You know, because that's you know it's there. You know how to use the tools, and I, I'm pretty sure that the community is there also. You know, sometimes it's just about like you know breaking your patterns again. Like you said, you've been in this one flow state where you're you're doing music, you're doing this, you're doing that, and that's awesome and it's beautiful but now you're sitting here realizing like oh yeah i need to connect with yoga a little bit more and i need i need a little support there so like you know the support is there um you just sometimes have to like you know go show up and i think 
one thing I have to remember is just that like everything I'm doing, sometimes we don't see like the trajectory and the steps and how it's all like coming together. And we have to just remember and to trust um, that everything we're learning and everything we're doing, like they're all steps in the evolution and the development of our craft. And sometimes we can't see it when we're in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Um, but when you step back and you see it from a big picture, from a bird's eye view, you can see how it's all leading in the right direction. And I think I just have to sometimes step back and just trust a little bit and just, yeah, just do what it is that I want to do in that moment. The rest sometimes will take care of itself. You know, put in the, put in the work, um, you know, try and create plans, try and create goals and structures, um, which is something I'm really good at, but also at the very same time, like releasing from those structures and plans and trusting that if you're putting in work with the right intention the moment that things usually do like steer in the right direction you know yeah man and uh you know it's there's so many sound bites in here dude i mean like the amount of like one-liners that you've dropped since we've been talking just like crazy so much wisdom thank you for sharing um i think that it's so true you know like the, the you put those structures into place, right? Like those plans and frameworks, you know, that like are there to support you so you can go outside of them, right? Like it's not to box you in, like you're not building walls around yourself. Like you're just like building a structure to support you in your exploration, you know? Um, and I think it's really important to, important to remember that. So thank you for that reminder. Yeah, it's like that masculine and feminine dance, you know, it's like a plant growing up a trellis or something, you know, the trellis is there to give it structure so that it can grow taller and towards the sun. But the plant's not going to grow in every single loop like clockwork, it's going to go this way, it's going to go that way. And it's, um, the goals and the structures is like that masculine container. And it's the thing that gives it strength and stability. But the, the feminine energy is the one that's going to kind of be the fun dance creative um thing and and that's why it's really important to have a balanced version of the masculine and the feminine within within each of us you know not to look for that person in a relationship that's going to complete us but be that be that balanced integrated human being um you know before we even show up in another relationship whether that relationship be a family relationship a romantic relationship a friendship um to be able to like hold space and listen and not say anything or, you know, to offer something. It's yeah. But yeah. Well, what else you got for me? Anything else or any Bro, other questions? You, know, you can drop the mic. Like <laughs> this has been great. You know, you took all the work off my shoulders. Uh, I, I gave you a couple prompts and you just dropped like a lifetime of knowledge. So uh, I really appreciate that. I know that you've got, and practice shortly. Um, so I want to let you like rock with your day. Uh, is there anything that you would like to share that I didn't ask about? Um, anything that you'd like to sign off on? Uh, a little piece of wisdom, you know, for people who are listening, right? Like, let's get back to like, what's the mission here? Um, the mission is to show that there are options that you can live the life that you want, that you do not have to stay strapped in to, you know, the, the current ride that you're on, you know? Um, so do you have any, any tips just for like breaking the chains or a little sign off there? Yeah, that's a great um, just reminder to come back to what it's all about. Like, I definitely have something to say, especially now, like with everything going on in this world right now, you can just see how the, the fabric of society is crumbling and the fabric of the way that everything has been set up um, is not sustainable and it's not healthy and it's creating a lot of suffering and un unnecessary suffering in this world, the way that the current system, the current paradigm um, is structured. And I just want to encourage people as much as possible to make your life like a grand experiment and make your life your own. Um, and at the end of the day, whether you want to please your parents or you want to please society or you want to become successful in this or that, people will respect you more for going out and doing what it is that you believe in and having conviction 
and confidence in yourself, people will not respect you if you always just do what you're told and you won't respect yourself. So it's like your life is completely yours and you need to, well, not you need to, but there's just this invitation to experiment with your life and take more risks and take more chances because there's a lot of studies that say people who are on their deathbed, people who are dying, um, the thing that they regret the most is not what they did do, it's what they didn't do. You know, it's like we are so conditioned, whether we want to admit it or not, to live our life from a space of fear and um, not from a space of love and trust. And when you really start to shift even just a little bit away from the fear and start to shift more in the direction of loving yourself and trusting in yourself and your own guidance, the universe will just completely do a 180 and it will feel like the universe is conspiring on your behalf to to make the shit you want to have happen happen but if you're always acting from a space of fear trying to please other people and not please yourself um you're going to wind up deeply unhappy and just basically being one of those people who works for someone else who hates their job who shows up every day and you're going to sink into a state of depression because your life is going to stop feeling like it's yours it's not going to feel like it's your life you're going to feel like you're making a lot of decisions that have been made for you um and i just want to encourage people to to just not give a fuck about what their authority figures are saying to, to like always be respectful and try and engage in like you know dialogues and stick and, and and ask questions and trust the people who love you and care about you yes but don't think that the people who love and care about you always are going to know better than you about what your life is meant to be. Um, because I just think with, with, if we open our eyes and look at what's going on in the world today, you know, we can't keep trusting the future to the people who have so gravely fucked up our present <laughs> and our past, you know, like we have to be, just like Albert Einstein said, you can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking that you had when you thought about the problem. Right. Like we need visionaries. We need to be revolutionaries. We need to forge a new path forward of like, what do we want our lives to look and feel like while we're alive? Like, what do we want to experience? Because if you're not out there experiencing it, like the only person that's at fault you know, at the end of the day, once you, once you have that self-awareness is you, like you have to be the person to make the necessary changes to your life that you want to experience. No one else will do that work for you. So yeah, I just say, take a look at the world around you and ask yourself just point blank, straight up. Are you happy making these decisions or do you feel like you even made these decisions or did someone else make them? And to just get the fuck out of your comfort zone and start start living a life that is experimental and extraordinary and not just average. Mic drop. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Thank and you also, so much. I just want to lastly say thank you to you, man. Like you're definitely inspiring and I, I see your growth and I see what you're out there doing and trying to help facilitate you know, the same thing that I'm doing and we're just doing it in different ways. And I'm, I'm really proud of you and glad to see like two people from Comac High School, you know, this place that was not the most culture rich, um, spiritual, woke, like healthy minded place. And to see how we've both kind of been able to spread our wings and and go out into the world and do something that's positive and that affects change so i'm really proud of you and thank you for having me and and being inspired by like the shit that i do and 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 wanting to ask me questions about it that's very it's an honor thanks brother i appreciate that it really does mean a lot i love you man i appreciate everything that you do and uh, i'm looking forward to our next chat sounds good bro i love you too and uh have a great rest of your day in the beautiful Tulum, Mexico. Wow. Okay. That was more than I bargained for. <laughs> Always such a good chat with Dan. Um, if you guys want to go follow his journey, see what he, he's up to and catch some more of that incredible energy on a daily basis, go follow his Instagram at 
Steezy, S-T-E-E-Z-Y underscore Daniels. And you can check out the band at The New Language Band on Instagram as well. If you want to check out the music, support the band a little bit, head over to Bandcamp and you can get their new single, Embrace. Really, really beautiful. All right, guys. I hope everybody's having a great week. I love you all. And I'm going to let Dan play you guys out. This is a clip from their new track, Embrace. Just like an island off in the distance I'm pulling you towards me And there's no resistance Set in the sand, guitar in my hand I am the only one Wait till the morning sun 